This from the New York Post. One out of every 179 Americans will eventually be murdered if crime rate continues, a study shows. And this is, uh, that's an alarming number, right? I mean, th- th- that's a crazy number. One out of basically 180. That's, yeah. uh, I'm going to do the math on that real quick, actually. Okay, for- you do that. Uh, as I'm, as you're, you're figuring out this, uh, whatever you're figuring out here, uh, this is from the New York post. Like I said, a study examining murders in 2021 based on death certificate data projects that one out of 179 Americans will eventually be murdered over the course of their lifetime. If the country's murder rate remains as 2021 levels. And as we know, guys, uh, murder rates, they kind of, they, they go up really high, they go down, they go up. It's a roller coaster. Um, if you look at New York City in the 70s, 80s, very crime-ridden, a lot of murder. Then it got a lot better. Now it's back to uh, getting a little more dangerous. And uh, unfortunately, unlike what Hillary Clinton says and un- unlike what a lot of Democrats say, uh, the Democrat cities are the unsafe areas, uh, despite them saying that red states are the most unsafe. Um, obviously, they they don't actually go downtown in their uh, districts and stuff because... Mm. Uh, Portland and Seattle and New York, I can imagine. I haven't been to New York, but I would imagine it's pretty unsafe. Oh, yeah. I mean, so it, that feeling of fe- being unsafe. Well, it's definitely way more more prevalent than it has been yes. over the last decade. Uh, like, you, yep. you walk anywhere in, in the side of the city limits, almost no matter where you are anymore, and, and just you have a sense of unease. Yeah, that's really what it is. It's not that I feel like uh, my life's on the line, but you are your head's on a swivel uh, because, you know, not only is is your car possibly going to get broken into, you got sketchy people around you. I mean, I would never take my kids to some of these cities anymore. No. Uh, Whereas Portland, I would have used to do that. I would take them down. uh, You know, we'd go shopping at uh, Pioneer Square or something. Right. And, and, you know, it was was fine. Uh, But I can tell you the last few times that I was in downtown Portland, it was not. It was not a fun experience, um, and it was like you were looking around, looking at people, going like, "What in the world? Where did where did they come from?" It's not even like the human race. It's like this uh, sub weird. I don't know. You know when they say that America, like we're we're transforming, humans are transforming mm. and possibly transform. Okay. I feel like the evolution has started a little bit early with some of these people. Like it's this weird, like cave creature stuff. You know what I'm saying? Cave like they creature. pop out. Of, we had a guy. We had a guy at at our, our store that I worked at, and there was a uh, waterway, like a, t- a tube underneath one of the buildings that that had water come out of it and stuff. And uh, he was homeless, and he lived in the tube. Mm. And uh, they called him Barnacle Boy. And he, he like when you were driving by, uh, every once in a while, just just occasionally, maybe like once a month or something, you would drive by and you see his head poke out of the tube. That's and not his real name. They don't call him. We that. called him that. One hundred percent. Yeah, because we he was attached to the building. That's why we called him Barnacle Boy. So he lived in a tube, and, and he would pop his head out. And it was like they're they're like creatures. They're like uh, it's it's weird. It's like the human race is is slowly de evolving. Yeah, they're getting primitive. Yeah, which you know I guess if back you, to our roots. I, I guess you know <laughs> uh, as this article says here. Quote that means if you're in the United States, you live here, you're born, and you spend your life here. Your odds of your life ending by murder are one in 179 over your life, not over a year or any other time frame. But at the end of the day, like murder is, uh, I mean, obviously it's a problem. There's there's areas where murder is, is a lot more prevalent in Chicago. I mean, this is one example. Yeah. It seems like every weekend it's, you know, an insane amount, whether it's 11 or 50, it's a lot. Uh, yeah, I've seen a, I've seen a video on, on Twitter 
last night where they're recording from their car and it was it was downtown Philly. And they're just like just an average night in Philly and yeah. it's nothing but gunshots everywhere. Yeah, I, I mean, why would you want to be in that? Exactly. Why would you ever want to raise a family in that? Um, you wouldn't. You'd be in the suburbs. And, and the problem with the crime in the cities is that it only goes so far. Uh, and then it trickles into the suburbs. And that's where you start seeing people get upset. Um, in the case of Portland, you saw North Portland. You saw other areas that were getting more and more crime uh, because it was spilling out from the city. Uh, then what you have is that that trickles into those people in the suburbs moving out of the suburbs into another area, even another county, uh, because they're like, hell, it's cheaper, it's safer, uh, I can raise my family there. But then all of a sudden the cost of living goes up in those counties that are generally low and now they're higher because you know these people are used to paying 800 grand for a small home, whereas they can get five, 600 grand, they can get a nice big home. So costs go up. Everything goes up. And then those people that were in that county move like we did to Austin. Mm-hmm. And it becomes this huge problem. I mean, crime is a big, big problem. And it really is the base point for a lot of things that happen as far as people's moving and, and relocating and, and changing schools even. I mean, schools being in unsafe areas, you don't want your kid to go to a school that's in an yeah. unsafe area. Uh, so let's continue a little bit more here. Uh, he quoted saying, uh, and I can't remember who who's saying this here. It uh, doesn't say, but it's a quote. Oh, uh, a nonprofit research institute co-founder. Uh, his name is Jim Agresti. I'm guessing that's how you say it. It's just somebody's going to murder you before you die of natural causes, an accident, suicide, whatever it may be. Like, I like how blunt that is. Someone's just going to murder you. <laughs> Uh, 179 people though, man, when you go out to, uh, we just went out to worst fest in New Braunfels. There were thousands of people there, thousands and thousands of people. So for every thousand you're talking about, oh, just under five people are getting murdered. If there's 20,000, you're talking about what a hundred. So you go to a basketball game. I I love the blazers. I go to the game, 18,900 people, roughly 19,000 in that ballpark, 17, yeah, you're you're ultimately saying like 500 of those people, right? Is that is that the right number? Something like that. I don't know. I, I'm just off the top of my head. It's very early. I could be way wrong. But the point is, too many. That's what it comes down to. Way, way, way too many. Uh, but all this is is under the precedent that we stay with what 2021 is. Now, the one thing I will say is positive about this article, though, is it does kind of show you when people say, ah, it's not that bad. Eh, you know, like it's not one of my top concerns. This does kind of break down like, ooh, that's not, when you put it into that kind of a category of one out of this many are going to get something, yeah. that always changes things, right? And they use this uh, with certain things like the pandemic, for example, right? And I'm not going to break into that, but they used it to where they, instead of just saying, uh, you know, it's bad or it's not bad, whatever, they always would say like one in something are going to get this. Yeah. One in so, so, you know, if you have a multiple morbidities, one in this many is going to gonna die from it right we're using percentages and when you think of like anything in one in 10 one in 15 statistically then you start going wow man like in your head you're saying well man i got like 10 really good friends one of us are gonna go and that changes your perspective when you start breaking it down to a small enough number that you can actually identify with that number so one in 200 and whatever 74 is that one in 179 yeah that's a number that you can actually go like, wow, that's that's quite a few. And you can actually break that number down and really kind of imagine it uh, in in a way that uh, you yeah, wouldn't I, before. I, I kind of did the math and 
everyone feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but I, over the amount of the population in the U.S., it's about 1.6 million. Mm. So That's genocide uh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, so at any given time, one in seven hundred and seventy nine could die. Yeah, at any given time, out of the, our whole population, one point six million people just die off. Yeah, or murdered. So uh, Jim Agresti, who was the uh, president co founder of Just Facts, they did a massive project to examine how many uh, people were murdered in twenty twenty one after weeks of news outlets and experts reporting. There is no definitive figure of twenty twenty one murders due to newly released FBI data for that year being incomplete and based on estimates. That's kind of a weird run on sentence, but hey, America was choked by violent crimes in 2020 when murders uh, spiked nearly 30% compared to the prior year. Uh, gee, I wonder why that mm-hmm. happened. So crime spikes in 2020. What happened in 2020? Pandemic. Election. And the the punishment for anyone doing anything wrong went away. <sighs> I mean, it, all, that's all of it. You bring up a good point. Accumulates into into the same outcome. Yeah. You you start lock telling people they can't go do anything. You offer no uh, legal recourse for anyone who does anything wrong, and then you you implement all these rules like in, in shopping markets where like you have to steal a hundred nine hundred dollars worth of shit before they can even pursue it. Mm-hmm. So all that is a is a formula for this country being fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's it. It's just policies being incrementally added. Yep. Is, is causing all this problem. Well, and there's actually something else that's causing an issue right here that I've noticed in this article. Um, and this is something that just facts had pointed out. And this was a quote from them saying as murder source, FBI buries the data. That Mm -hmm. is end quote. Uh, now we don't, we haven't been very fond of the FBI as of recent, um, there's a lot of things that they've done that we have a lot of questions about of why they would do that. Um, but this says here that the FBI estimates between 21,300 and 24,600 people were murdered last year, but the data is buried within its reports. Um, and obviously, uh, if you want to say that the FBI may be biased, I don't know if you want to agree with that or not. I tend to agree with that. Yeah. Um, but obviously, they would want to hide when they can the person that they want to benefit the most from who happens to be the Biden administration. And if numbers are going up, they're going to be like, well, we don't know exact numbers because we have it buried in these files here. So you're not going to get a real number. Yeah. And that's the unfortunate thing about not having a transparent, uh, three letter, you know, agency. Uh, they're not going to give you all the information that you need to do these studies. So a lot of these numbers may or may not be completely accurate and they honestly could be a lot worse. Oh yeah. They could be a lot worse. Yeah, like we said before, at the at this point, you ha- kind of have to take every word from everyone with a huge grain of salt because, as of late, no one's been honest with anybody. Mm-hmm. So, are, the, are these numbers close? Maybe are they way off? Maybe you don't ever really know. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Um, I will say that it's alarming, and that I hope uh, with. And it's hard to say this election that we just had, the midterms, wasn't exactly what everybody wanted. But I would just hope that uh, I don't want to see people have to deal with crime. But sometimes when it hits your doorstep, it hits your neighborhood like you haven't seen it before. That does give you that boost to go, we need to do something now. And sometimes 
you know, unfortunately, you got to go through it to understand how bad it really is. And so if that's what has to happen, I mean, if, if I don't know, I don't I don't think people are going to just come out and vote for this or just uh, take it seriously without it actually affecting their lives. And at this rate, it will affect a lot of people's lives. Absolutely. If that's true, everybody's going to have somebody they know that's going to get murdered. And that is crazy.